Well, all right. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children K through 12. Welcome again to another episode of the Ed Namrock Podcast for Thursday, March 26, 2020. I forget sometimes what day of the week it is, but nonetheless, we're all still here, hopefully, and in good health. And before I start the podcast on one of the topics that I was reading about today, I wanted to plug in a couple of people and give some shout outs because they got some big things coming up. And the first one will be none other, none other than the notorious Steel Rod. Now, this elite cover band that I've known for approximately 15 years now is back again with another live stream on Facebook live. And I believe they're doing it on Instagram as well, but the last one was pretty darn successful. So still rod rod, Johnny and wit decided to go round two, but this time it will be streaming live and direct from city's restaurant and law and lounge and Boyle Heights East LA, I guess you could call it, but I call it East low East Los. But anyway, it's tomorrow, Friday, March 27 with three sets. And the first set is at five o'clock. Second set is at six 30. Uh, third set is at 8 PM. So 5 PM, six 30 and 8 PM. Uh, they're advising. Of course, they, posted this all over their social media networks to not go to the venue. They, this is coming out of uh, I'm reading right from their Facebook page and it reads, we really miss seeing your faces as well, but we need to continue social distancing. Actually, you need to be physically distancing. That's the correct term as much as possible. And the doors will be locked. So do not go to the venue, but They say, feel free to leave a comment with your song request for this live stream show and a thank you in advance for any contribution you can make to their virtual tip jar. And these crazy times, of course, it really means a lot to Steel Rod, uh, to Rod, Witt, and Johnny. So they have a Zelle, which is steelrodbandla at gmail.com. And they have a Venmo, which is at steelrodband. Um, but again, it's tomorrow, Friday, March 27th, three sets, 5 PM, 6 30 PM and 8 PM. I know me and my wife will be watching. We'll be drinking and singing and dancing and probably talking shit to them on the comments. So just like we usually do in person, but, um, again, steel rod tomorrow, live stream on Facebook live Friday, March 27th, starting at 5 PM. And the second plug, um, dear to me too, because not only have I, I've known this person for a long time, but this person that I took out one time at a night out in Alhambra met his wife who now owns a very renowned Mexican cafe in downtown LA. And that is Tirsas. Uh, off of Cesar Chavez and Grand Avenue in downtown LA. That is spelled T-I-R-S-A apostrophe S. And you can tell it's right in the corner of Chavez and Grand. And the logo is very cute. It's basically like a little 
um, a little Mexicana in the kitchen with, I think it's a green apron and uh, I don't know the exact colors, but it's black hair and she's carrying a plate, but it's really, really cute. Anyways, shout out to Tirsa and Steve Farah, my brother from another, I miss you. I miss eating there. Everyone knows it's crazy times, but they have several crazy family meals, uh, meal deals. Um, they have like a fully loaded taco kit. They have, um, let me look at their menu here. They have, they have a street taco kit that makes 30 tacos. They have a fully loaded taco kits, uh, burrito kit. I, I said that twice, my bad. Uh, they have a molita kit and they have an enchilada kit. Hit them up. They have, I believe they're taking phone and email orders, but the phone number to Tirsas is 213-878-9030. Again, 213-878-9030. It's only for takeout. I don't think they're delivering right now, but you can inquire within. And their email address is Tirsa LA Inc at gmail.com that's t-i-r-s-a-l-a-i-n-c at gmail.com the address is 701 west cesar chavez in la monday through friday 10 a.m to 9 p.m sunday to 11 11 to 5 and saturdays are closed i believe there's free parking on bunker hill if you're familiar with downtown la it's there but it's takeout only again because of the safer at home initiative that Mayor Garcetti of Al, uh, City of Los Angeles has evoked. Um, be sure to shout them out and be sure you told them that Ed from the Ed Namrock podcast sent you. They know who I am and just hit them up. Support your local, uh, you know, mom and pop restaurants. But yeah, those two quick shout outs. Uh, and also um, be sure you try their birria tacos that's my personal favorite and if you can ask um ask for this the horchata uh ice latte that's uh no not horchata it's a chocolate abuelita ice latte that's my personal favorite i don't know what's in it but it makes you want to build a house and run a marathon right afterwards so and also be sure to follow on instagram which is tirsas underscore love t-i-r-s-a S underscore L-O-V-E. So show love, show love and buy some food. It's Friday. We got to make it, got to make it happen. We got to make it work because we're all in doors to help spread the, um, uh, to help avoid the spread <laughs> of the coronavirus. But nonetheless, the, the one thing I wanted to, I was reading about on ABC News dot go.com is um it was published by ella torres uh, a couple of days back but it, it read the the headline read 10 ways life has changed since the coronavirus struck and it goes on to read that the situation continues to unfold with rapid changes to day-to-day -day life so this is kind of how things have been changing for for one thing i've noticed and this is something that's uh spotlighted on on the article greetings so the elbow the elbow bump has become the new normal um 
I, I find myself not shaking hands as much either, uh, including, you know, Vice President Mike Pence and House Speaker Nancy Pelosi. They've been seen tapping elbows to greet officials. Athletes has, have also used elbow bumps to greet opposing players on the field, though numerous sports organizations have since announced they're suspending their season, which, as you can clearly see, I'm wearing my Dodger hat because today was supposed to be opening day. And unfortunately, due to COVID nineteen and a lot of um, a lot of organizations closing for that reason, not closing, but you know, shutting down the season for the remainder of I don't know. I guess it's a TBD. I don't know if it's the remainder of the year, but I'll be pretty bummed if there is no football season this this year um, because it's something that quite frankly, is a lot, it's not only dear to me, but a lot of people in my immediate circle. So, but anyway, um, if you can hear a cat in the background, I apologize for that. I hate stray cats. I like domestic cats. Don't get me wrong, but these motherfuckers have been, I don't know, procreating outside and it's getting on my fucking nerves and I'm about to slingshot the fuck out of them with pennies. Uh, yep, I could hear them. That's them. Anyway, number two is politics. Um, so it goes on to read, politicians across the spectrum have been forced to respond as the novel coronavirus has pushed the 2020 presidential election into uncharted territory. And I, I, I remember reading that Trump has halted his campaign events momentarily, and so has uh, Bernie Sanders and Joe Biden. And it's because of the large crowd events. And now, hold on. Check this out. Sorry about that. Stupid fucking cats won't shut the fuck up, man. God. Anyway, but look, these motherfuckers are teasing me. Sons of bitches. Anyway, but the it's also the pandemic has also raised concerns about testing for the virus and who's eligible, which um, I believe last week Trump announced on that Friday that he was declaring a national emergency to unleash the full power of the federal of the federal government and quickly get 50 billion to states, territories, and localities in our shared fight against this disease. So, um, of course, I mean, this is a pandemic that needs to be pretty much nipped in the butt, but um, for sure it's affected politics. Um, another thing is hygiene. Um, so the happy birthday song is no longer reserved for your special day as the CDC urges everyone to wash their hands for at least 20 seconds. And usually you sing happy birthday as you're washing your hands. Um, also, the country has also been stocking up on hygiene products. Hand sanitizer sales spiked 73% according to data from Nielsen covering a four week period that ended February 22nd. That's, a substantial increase, um, but also the th the sales of thermometers rose forty seven percent, and aerosol disinfectant purchases climbed thirty two percent. So, hygiene is an another one that that um, 
quickly, quickly sped up and developing new habits. And number four, which is my, you know, it hits home for a lot of people. This, this is dear to me. This is my, my thing is public, public, public gatherings and, um, uh, events have been canceled. They've been suspended, um, you know, from festivals to museums, to sports seasons, um, organizers and executives have been doing what they can to limit public gatherings. And there's even a list of all the postponements, postponements and um, cancellations. But in some cities, a gathering of a certain size has been either prohibitive or urged against, particularly here in California, where a cluster of novel coronavirus cases were reported. Uh, Governor Gavin Newsom said non-essential gatherings must be limited to no more than 200, 250 people. While smaller events can proceed only if the organizers can implement social distancing of six feet per person. And we all know that for some reason, and this is just here in my home state and also in my hometown of Los Angeles, what do you do with the transients? That's my question because we have a huge homeless population in LA and not, not even, not, I don't need, I don't know how close we are to San Francisco, but I'm pretty sure we're getting up there. We're catching up. And quite frankly, I mean, sorry, drink water, hydrate. Um, quite frankly, I don't know what our state government, state and local government has planned for them. Uh, I'm not too sure because I noticed that, you know, some transients, for example, in our near and in our nearby areas, they live at the parks, they live at the benches, they they're no longer there because the the park benches, the park uh playground. Uh, even the fitness, uh, the self, um, not the self, the, the body weight equipment that they have, um, posted there is, uh, is barred off from people even using it. So I'm seeing that the homeless population and the transients are finding other areas nearby to basically settle. And that's kind of, that's kind of where like, okay, well they have nowhere to go. And then you go down to skid row and you know, that's, that's a whole different story. So, and I'm pretty sure San Francisco is having the same problem as well as other States do. So, um, that, that's something that came to mind. Uh, the, another thing that's affecting is, uh, the economy and markets. Um, I don't know much about the stock market, but I do know when I see a lot of red on my iPhone, it's usually not good. And I've been seeing that a lot, but the U.S. stock market has taken a major hit with the Dow Jones industrial average seeing its biggest single day decline almost 10% since one of more than 22% in 1987's Black Monday crash, which I don't really know the percentages, but I know low numbers are not, they're not good. And I don't know. I mean, I would have to talk, talk to a subject expert, but I know that seeing red a lot, even in some of the screenshots that I've been seeing there, 
If it's a sharp decline that I'm noticing, then that's usually not good. And, you know, you got, you know, you got people in Capitol Hill getting briefings of COVID-19 and selling large amounts of stock, which is considered inside trading. And quite frankly, that's illegal. So that's a different topic. So another thing that's been affected is travel. Um, there, there's, um, there's basically a do not travel advisory, um, in China, for example, and it's the strongest of the U S departments for travel warnings, which is, you know, um, I believe the, there's a ban on some travel from Europe to the United States for the next 30 days. I don't know if that's expired already or it's on the, it's last, it's last week, but the area Donald Trump restricted is known as the Shedgen zone, something like that. And is made out of, it's made up of 26 countries, including Italy, Spain, France, and Germany. And the ban was then extended to to the United Kingdom and Ireland. So um, trouble for sure uh, has has been affected. And here's one thing that you for sure have seen and experienced, and that's stockpiling and price gouging. I'm pretty sure uh, the first week of the, you know, I, I call it the freak out. You know, people were heading down to the grocery to the grocery stores uh literally in, 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 in packs, uh, stocking up and pretty much hoarding. And there was a bunch of empty aisles and there was lines at the door that were basically circulating all over, all over the parking lot. And Amazon basically sold out out of sand sanitizers and medical face masks. And when they did get it, they, they jacked up the price on it because of inflation, or I don't know if it's inflation or just supply and demand, but like there was non, there was third party vendors that saw at least uh, an increase in 50% of their fucking profits, which is crazy. But um, yeah, it's like when, it says here when people need something to stay healthy and prevent the spread of a potentially de- deadly virus, merchants merchants should follow the golden rule, not the money. Um, but there, it, uh, it's it's crazy. I mean, especially the toilet paper thing, which is something I just did not really grasp. I didn't I didn't really get or understand, but I don't know. And then here's another thing that's affected not only myself personally, but probably the entire country is closed schools and offices. Um, Numerous school districts and universities have postponed classes. Others have moved classes online, which I know a lot of people have been doing. Students studying abroad were also asked to come home. Uh, Major cities, including Boston, Miami, Chicago, Houston, San Diego, and San Francisco have closed schools for extended periods with at least 21 million students impacted nationwide as of like, you know, two weeks ago. But this says this, if you ask me, it's, there's no means to an end just now. I know there's, they're forecasting a couple of dates that might just, you know, shed some light at the end of the tunnel. It's not for sure, but 
for example, for the working world, many companies have implemented tele, tele, telework uh, policies. Like now you have to telecommute. I know a lot of people are working from home. I know I am. It's pretty cool, but not cool at the same time because, you know, you start getting that cabin fever and, you know, unless you have your own office and you, you know, you build it out, you might feel less of cabin fever, if you know what I mean. But nonetheless, you make it work regardless. Um, another thing that's been affected is, is clothing and masks. Um, you know, the, the, as the coronavirus continues to spread, the anxiety level just skyrockets and sales for medical face masks in the U S jumped 319% in the four week period that ended on February 22nd, for example, and this is all Nielsen data. And if you're not familiar, familiar with the Nielsen, Nielsen's uh, or the Nielsen scan, Nielsen data, look it up. Those are the people that pretty much track everything that, you know, the United States consumers uh, eat up is what I like to say. Um, and here's the thing. The CDC not only doesn't recommend that healthy people should wear masks, Doctors have advice against it when putting on and taking off a mask, so you're exposing your hands to your face, which is why they keep telling you not to touch your face, um, wash your hands. And additionally, medical professionals need the masks to do their jobs. So shortages affect them significantly. And I know for a fact that that's, that's what's happening now. And then last but not least, what's, what's really impacted um, is really been impacted, sorry, is fears and anxieties. Um, with the day-to-day -day life shifting rapidly, anxieties around the disease and the future have been heightened. Um, so a lot of, you know, a lot of psychologists are basically chiming in and putting in their own analysis because, you know, they're subject experts. And, um, you know, for example, Dr. Anne Maria Albano said that the public can either utilize that anxiety in a productive way or let it spiral. And she goes on to say what people are experiencing is what what ex what what people are experiencing is what anxiety is what anxiety in us is wired to do. Sorry. So say, hey, wake up and prepare for how to take care of yourself, she said. Now, the thing is, if the anxiety gets too high, then it becomes problematic. And this is what we want people to recognize is what she continues to state. Anxiety, when it gets out of control, you are exaggerating what the risk to you and the people around you is. So Dr. Anne Maria Albano urged Americans to stay up to date with the city with the cdc's preventative measures and best practices as well as reputable news outlets now take it with a grain of salt but um you know and and this is something that i was talking about yesterday um with my buddy roger about the the myths and facts of uh the covid uh, 19 you might want to check out that previous episode but um that's something I just wanted to, you know, touch base on read and let everyone know that, you know, I will be doing this, you know, extensively as much as I can. I try to get participants in to basically collaborate with me on this podcast and only a very few people 
wanted to and one of them was was two of my good friends that are on back-to-back episodes um but if you feel like you want to be on the podcast be a guest shoot me shoot me a dm um you can follow me at instagram at ed ed underscore namrock that's ed underscore n-a-m-r-o-k shoot me a dm Tell me possibly what you might might want to talk about or whatever. I'm a pretty open guy. I mean, this is a freestyle podcast. I don't have a theme for it. Um, but regardless, um, you know, I you know, shout out to another one of my my good uh, my good friends, Salom Salah, that I have not done a, an episode with. So uh, I'm I'm coming to get you, Salom. We're gonna do this. We're gonna do this real soon. Um, and also actually let me, uh, let me get a few shout outs to some of the people that, um, have been, have been there since day one. And that is Cal Guerrero, Clifford Conway, Jaime Salas, Eder Vasquez. I love you guys. Uh, we got to get the band back together. Those are the guys formerly of the pyro class podcast, which we had like two episodes or whatever. Um, I wanted to give a shout out to those guys. We've been in contact since day one. They are my day ones uh, when it comes to this shit. Um, but I love you guys. Hope to talk to you guys soon. And um, that's it for the Ed Nadmer podcast. Thanks for thanks for tuning in. Um, remember, the podcast is on Spotify. The podcast is on Apple Podcasts. Um, you know, there's uh you know, Stitcher, whatever. Um, I'm pretty much on every major platform and eventually I'll see if I could work my way to Twitch because apparently that's a thing to do. So, um, anyways, um, that's it for the podcast and I will talk to you soon. Wash your hands.